Today, we're going to have Boots and Jeans riders on, to the sh- on the show today. Can't wait for it. They're husband and wife duo that travel all across the country on their Honda Gold Wings. Right now, we're going to end up bringing in Boots and Jeans rider. But, of course, we got to do it the right way. So, let's go ahead and roll the intro. Oh, wrong screen here, but we'll get you in there, Cake. Sorry. <laughs> Rich and Cake, what is going on? How are you guys doing today? Hanging in there. Cool. Hanging in there. Yeah. Probably wonder why we don't separate screen, but. Yeah. It's, uh, so they're a little sick, and I still appreciate you guys coming on, real troopers. With you guys coming in here, let's just hop into the first question here. So, uh, for some of the people that don't know about you guys, why don't you just tell you tell a little bit about yourselves and what your YouTube channel is all about? Why, well, Richard? Yeah. <laughs> Probably in separate rooms. We know each other. She used to call me her husband. I used to call her my wife. <laughs> but our YouTube channel basically is all everything motorcycles. Uh, we didn't start a YouTube channel until 2019, even though we were traveling the country. I think started 2015, so four years before we started our YouTube channel. And our YouTube channel is very, very versatile. We did not, not want to get pigeonholed into one specific thing, even though there's a lot of things that we really love doing. Our strong passion is the travel part of the channel. We hope to inspire others to get out there and do the things and see the things that we, these places we've been and seen. There's a saying that goes, life is too short. We got to switch to the down and say, no, life is too long. Make sure you guys check out their channel. I stumbled across them, and they have some really awesome stuff on their channel. And actually, in fact, I have the video where I where I accidentally ran into you guys in uh, North Carolina. So let's 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 go ahead and roll that and try not to laugh at me because I am a tonal noob when I met them, and it it's not that good. So let's roll it. My name is Jogo. Um, just, I don't even know where I'm heading right now. <laughs> Who are you going to meet with, brother? I'm, I'm, I'm going to go meet with Robert Simmons. That's right. Paying it forward. Y'all know he's going to be a super, super, I hope it's coming out, <laughs> a super good slow rider. That's what it's all about. Everybody can ride a bike fast, but you got to be on your P's and Q's to ride in the slow. Reload and keep it loaded. Yeah, good. That, that was... Uh, I was a little new there, so, but it it was kind of cool because I ran into you and I ran into uh, uh, Moto Ramblings. So yeah. that was my first encounter with YouTubers. That was pretty awesome. He was touring us around on that particular day, and uh, you know, I know you mentioned this, or some people mentioned this on your last live chat there with Traveling Tall, uh, and I mentioned this to you that we talked, and I just want to put it out on the air so people can know this how fantastic your channel is and how it's growing quick, very quick, because on that day, I, I may have the numbers wrong. That was about a year ago. On that day, yeah. you had 79, maybe 76 subscribers. And look at your number. Bad. Yeah. And, and, and last time we talked, I was saying, what I was doing a YouTube thing, depending on how many videos you're putting out, how many people you run into, it's kind of hard to watch everybody and subscribe to you. 
And the minute I see Joe put up a video, bam, I'm on it. On it. And to get for somebody to get three thousand subscribers in a year, congratulations, but you know your thing. Hey man, I, I I definitely appreciate that. You guys put out some awesome content as well. And it's just awesome to grow with you guys. I mean, awesome. So now let's go ahead and roll on into the the next question that I have for you. So what exactly got you two into riding motorcycles? And how long have you been riding? I've always wanted to ride a motorcycle. <laughs> you know I'm about to bust that up, right, Kate? <laughs> I used to ride on the back of the motorcycle with my uncle while he rolled down on one wheel. So he was popping the wheelie with me on the back of the motorcycle. Oh, well. Yeah. So from there on, I, I wanted to ride my own bike. You know I'm about to bust that up. <laughs> I just didn't tell Rich. Yeah, okay. Till well, years later. That story I know is true, but we didn't know each other at the time because we hung out with the same circle. Uh, we grew up in the same location, went to the same high school, hung out with the same people racing bikes on the back of a street in New Orleans. And that was, well, we met, so that had to be like in the 70s, right, Kate? Yeah. 80. So I had to be back in the 70s. And yeah, we didn't know each other. Fast forward, <laughs> I actually started riding where my younger brother taught me to ride. No courses, no class, anything. But fast forward, when we both started riding the same, I got some background riding when I was a lady, when I was on a police department and all that stuff. But when we started riding together, it was a birthday party was having. So we was going break one of our friends an invitation and we saw a motorcycle in his garage. And so we started talking about, yeah, we, we was going to buy these, uh, what was it, Kate? The, 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 the scooters. The silver white. Get the pipes and put all our Harley gear on and go to the, the rake and, and with all our, our suck on. And 110 truck, you know what I'm talking about. I mean, <laughs> one, I see 110 truck. They don't yeah, out with us in California. And and everybody was saying, well, y'all got this. And they were going to come outside and see scooters. <laughs> So my friend said, nah, man, you don't need no school to go to all and ride motorcycles. Kate looked and said, yeah, I always wanted to ride a motorcycle. And I looked at her and said, nah, come on now. We're going to get a 500 years. You never told me you wanted to ride a motorcycle ever. So I told her, if you go take the course up, the safety course, we'll buy you a motorcycle. Okay, somebody come in here now. So I signed both of us up. Okay. Yeah, like I, I, I had a lot more experience. Well, let's put it like this. Time under my seat, and I went to the class kind of big-headed, thinking, no, this is a basic riding course. They're not going to teach me anything. I've been trained by professionals, blah, blah, blah. All this kind of stuff was going through my head. And when I got in the course, I was grateful that I took it. I mean, it was what I, what I like about the basic riding course is and anybody who's done this, your instructor should be telling you this. They'll tell you this right from this course. They are teaching you the safety aspects of riding more than really trying to teach you how to ride. But for the most part, the course is so easy. It is basically, depending on where you're taking it at, it's a week on or this is two days or three days. I'm just forgetting the number of days course. But they focus so much on motorcycle safety. I was impressed. 
Alvin Prince. And what are what are instructors there? I don't know if you remember when Cape was retired Fremont month. Right. Yeah, I don't know. So that's kinda that's kind of you know what really got us into heaven. And of course I have some background on motorcycles from two different agencies. That mm-hmm. started off. My first bike was a Honda Shadow Arrow, two thousand okay. seven fifty. But then I graduated to uh, to Jet Blue. With this tall wing. Which you finally just got back, which is true, yes. I just got it back. All right, Rich. It, we we got the next question for you. All right. What why do you prefer gold wings over Harley Davidson's? Because I know you've rode both before, but why why do you prefer the gold wing? Uh to be honest, I gave two different answers. When we got it to when we got it to go away, it was no preference. We got it to go away based on like the story I tell you about the guy who uh and I told Cake to go she go take a class, then we'll buy a motorcycle. He happened to have a, mo- a Goldwing motorcycle for sale. That was actually got us into Goldwings, and that was a 1500. It was a, a huge bike compared to the 1800s, and Kate couldn't get it off the kickstand. That's how I got it to Goldwings. However, however, once we got it to Goldwings, the smoothness of it. Now, this bike was, uh, it, it had 124,000 miles when I got it. And, you know, I didn't know with the previous owner then with the bike. So I was, I was kind of afraid to really take it across country, but we rode up and down California. I think down a four state tour around the area, the bike performed flawlessly. And that's what got us into Goldwing. Now what made us stay in the Goldwing and, and not go back to Harley Davidson was, uh, Kate had a Honda shadow that we rode. She rode cross country, I think three times already. And then when she was going to get it serviced, she called me and said, Hey, there's a brand new, Goldwing in here, you need to come check it out. And I'm like, no, I'm not ready for a new bike uh, because I was thinking about getting a Victory because I know the Victory you can move the, remove the trunks when Victory was mm-hmm. there. You guys remember that, right? Do it. And I'll say, well, I want a V-twin. I wasn't against Harley going back and getting, getting a Harley. I don't know if you remember what the Harley Davidson I had. I don't think people ride them anymore. It was mine was Electroglide because everybody told my road Freeglide. Yeah. Electroglide was what I was trained on, what I was great at. Done all my stuff on Electroglide. So I knew the performance of the goal. I mean, uh, the Harley Davidson. But this is way back when. So anyway, I go into the shop and I said, well, I'm not ready to buy a new bike yet. And she pointed it out. Current bike that I have now, Big Easy. And I was like, well, you know, hey, man, I don't have good credit. <laughs> I, don't, I don't have time to bull around. I already got to go away. What can I do? to get this bike. And the guy said, well, let me go talk to my manager like every dealer do. And yeah. they, they slap high fives. They come out there pretending like he giving me a big bargain. And eventually I bought that bike and just got stuck on gold wings. Now, there's rumors, or I guess you can say, just like any other bike, there's, there's the reliability of the gold wing. And for me, I love the reliability of it. Regardless of what anybody say, I truly believe all bikes have their problems. But the reliability, what I mean, is very, very subjective. Because mm. imagine you being a new rider. You just bought your first bike. I don't care what it is. Pick the bike. And you go out riding, and one small thing breaks down. It's not the engine. Let's say your, your brakes wear out quickly. Or your, your light turn off and it's time to get night. Whatever the case may be, a new rider may say, well, this bike is not reliable. 
I don't care what bike it is. This is not a reliable bike. Um, so when you're talking about specific reliability, that's why I say it's subjective. Going does have the reliability behind it for the engine concern. Because okay. you guys see what happened when my, my, my uh, GPS stopped. Man, I'm ready to just push that thing off a bridge. But yeah. it wasn't something that left me stranded. I could easily get around without GPS. So I think, you know, to, to make this answer a little longer, <laughs> this is why we prefer Gold Wings. And I will not say over Harley Davidson, we just prefer Gold Wings. Okay. Okay. Yeah, let's, let's bring you back in here, Kig. <laughs> All right. There we go. Dick, you know I like talking. You can't do that again. <laughs> it, I, I'm, I'm not opposed. I'm not opposed to Gold Wings. I actually want to try and do a demo ride this year, but I know uh, you guys said sometimes it's tough to, you have to like make an appointment in advance, yeah. which kind of crazy to me if you ask me, because, but hey, all right, let's see if we got to. I'm trying to sell a new bike. And what I do love about Harley Davidson, I could go there right now and say, hey, I, need, I want to test ride one of these bikes. Like that. So they have right. in stock. <laughs> they can allow you to ride it. The, the gold wings don't come in stock like that. Because sooner they come in, they're gone. Yeah, when, when the 2018 first came out, we put our name on two different dealer lists, and they hadn't had the bikes in. Unless you was purchasing it immediately, they would order your bike. So what they were doing is saying, when we get our test ride bikes, and we give you a call. By then, I just forgot about it. Obviously, you know, forget it. I'm not going to purchase a new bike anyway. I just want to test ride. And that was a DCT. Okay. I, I, I really up ride a DCT the time, different times I roll one. Well, Honda is usually at America with the gold wing, but you got to sign up real early to test ride it there. Okay. Okay. Oh, now, what What do you think about that DCT, Rich? Since you wrote in, that, that's got to be a little weird. I oh, when I first got on it, it was at Americade. I was at using Craig Hangsworth DCT. When I first got on it, I was I was grabbing the clutch, hitting the brake, and trying to control it, and it tried to threw me off for a second. This is on the grass. Once I got on the, the asphalt, I decided to do some tight turns or before I go right on the street. Once I got on the street, I reached for the clutch several times, and then I got used to it. And I started putting it in his, through his modes, and riding through his mode, and I really loved it. And I was say, I don't know, because my thought process was this. Are the DCT owners really for the crap? Or they just saying that it's just that great to justify the price of the bike? And after riding, yeah. I said, no, nah, this, this is a great bike. And I was telling Cake that, hey, this may be my next bike. An hour after leaving, America, because what we was camping was our way. We was in, what state, Kate? The Hampshire? New Hampshire. We was in New Hampshire. It was our way. An hour after that, then we stopped at a gas station. I had to make it a really quick tight turn. And because the gas pump was broken, I made the turn at the actual other clump. And by then, I say, I don't think I want a DCT. And that may change over time. I like the sixth generation bike, but I really love manipulating the clutch. I really love that. And and right. I've seen an EC2 on this career that make tight turns also, but I didn't want, neither one have to learn nothing. I don't know. 
Yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean, I there's actually, I've seen some videos on that DCT where the, the clutch has been going out because some people are out there practicing slow speed stuff with the DCT and they're, they're burning the clutch out and they don't, uh, the, the dealership actually doesn't want to like, they're saying you're misusing the bike. So they don't want to fix it when they burn out that clutch. Yeah. So that's something to think about too. Let's move on to the next question I have for you. So you guys go on these famous bikeations. So for the people that don't know exactly what that is, what, what exactly is a bikeation? It's a vacation on your bike, riding your motorcycle cross, cross country for what? Six months to a year. It's just a vacation on a bike, regardless of how long you go, you know, is a terminology we came up from when we was with a different group and it was called skatecation and Kate came up with bikeation. I'm like, that sounds great. So when, when people talk about, and you have another one, people talk about going on a motorcycle vacation, we always say bikeation. And when you talk about a motorcycle bucket list, we call it a motorcycle biking list. Oh, hell nice. That's good. Yeah, I can definitely get on board with that bikeation. I, I guess I'm going on a mini bikeation when I'm heading out to Daytona, but I want to go on a bikeation. Yeah, I'm going to end up doing an iron butt there. Looks like the weather's going to hold out for me, so we'll see what happens. Fingers crossed. Okay, so then that'll lead me into... My next question, so what what made you guys start wanting to go on these bikeations, just go for long periods at a time? Me. <laughs> but we should have done it a long time ago. Every time we ride and we see, because it's a difference when you're on, traveling somewhere in the airplane, because it gets you there and you're only in that one location where you've landed. But when you're riding on your bike, you see the woos and odds and the beauty of the country as you ride and cross it. And it's just a joy. You don't get to see that on the plane. You see it, you know, looking down, but it's not as enjoyable as when you're riding on your white cross country. Yeah, and, and we've always been travelers. I mean, right. even in our early years, we've been to, I lost count over, probably over 45. Many, many countries. And and we love traveling and we our minimum used to be seven days that we would go to the country. Now we made it ten days. And one of the things for the motorcycle is concerned is we were riding down the coast with all the a California coastal ride all the way down to San Diego and then back up from North California to Southern California. And we ran into a couple from Australia. Right. They flew in from Australia, purchased bikes in Chicago, and they rode Route sixty six to California. And we had was handed up to um, San Francisco. And Cake and I was on the motorcycles at the time. And the, the female rider looked at Cake and they, she just lost it. Like, oh, don't say too many people around it. So we found out that first, we must have been, we live in the United States. We haven't rode Route 66 yet. Now, the beginning of us just going across country and riding. But we always been travels. So, and then and once hooked on the bikes, it was a no brainer. This is the way we want to do it. I mean, we still don't take vacation flying out of the country, but the bike is kind of like, man, it's a fantastic, beautiful country. We got to go see it all. I mean, every single thing. And it's a different perspective when you're out actually riding it. A lot of people think that if you're trailing your bike, 
Oh, that's not their way to ride. Oh, no, no. None of that matters. You trail it, trail it. But when you get to your location, oh, man, see as many roads as you can. This this is, is a beautiful country. They got so many things that 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 to see and so many places to go that it's unbelievable. And we decided to never travel any other way. In fact, we have no more primary vehicle. Our primary mode of transportation are our motorcycles. Of course, we have kids that we borrow their car if we need be, but that's our primary source of transportation. Okay. So so you you guys don't even have a car. You guys borrow your kid's car? It's yeah. just great motorcycle. Yeah. That's the, that's awesome. I mean, uh, you you can kind of get away with that being out in California, but if I tried doing that out in Ohio, I'd be screwed. <laughs> I'd be off six months out of the year. <laughs> we had a, we had a video out one time. It called it was called um, Where Will You Move? What was the name of the video, Kate? Yeah, Where Would You Move? If it wasn't I don't if it wasn't for what? Where would you move? And for us. It was it was about the motorcycle part also. Where would we move if it wasn't for what? And for us it was snow. If it wasn't for snow, we'd have moved Colorado in a heartbeat because all the motorcycle roads are fantastic stuff they have in Colorado. Right. Now our second choice was Florida. If it wasn't for the heat. For the heat. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Mainly the humidity, right? Because that yeah. humidity gets pretty disgusting. Yeah. Yeah. We from New Orleans, born and raised in New Orleans, about a body acclimated to California. And so how we go down south, it's like a whole new experience for us again. It's like, oh, you got to be kidding. You grew up in this stuff? Right, right. Miss Jenny said we did a five-day vacation, and it was awesome. However, we found that a 350-mile day filled with cities, winding roads, traffic, and heat, that day wiped us out. Yeah, for sure. I did see Vanessa the Challenger. He came in. Check out his channel. He's He's on the other spectrum. He's on all Indians. So we got Goldwing, Indians, and then Harley. Well, um, looking at your live chats, I don't think you had no other people up except Harley's. So we the first one outside of Harley, am I correct? It, yes, yes, yes. I think you're going to come here as soon. <laughs> and, and Kate is the first female that has been on the show. So congrats to that as well. Yes, <laughs> Jump into one of these things real quick, too. I tried to take over the show, but I seen a question I thought about answering, but you was yet asked the question. Yeah, which which question? It was by you know, what are the key features we should look for when searching for a motorcycle? There's a 1011 truck in here. I think that's one that you can answer, Joe. Okay. Yeah, we turn this interview around now. Or <laughs> turn it around. All right. So I've had about, I don't know, about five different bikes. Two of them being Hondas. And then when I really started looking for a bike, my final bike for a while now, my Street Glide, you know, honestly, I I wasn't even really looking for anything. It all depends on exactly what what your riding style is going to be, you know. So if you're going to be going long distances and you want to be comfortable, you're obviously going to want the cruise control and uh, well, maybe, possibly, but uh, if they let you test ride it, so you know that you really <laughs> like it. <laughs> but I mean, if you're going long distances, you're definitely going to want a fairing. But if you're getting a Harley, like I did, then you have to 
put into account that you have to spend a lot of money to get that thing ready for touring. I mean, windshield, highway bars, uh, I mean, heated grips if you want it. There's just so many little things you're going to, chances are you're going to have to buy a new seat because all the stock seats are, are terrible. And that ain't, that ain't no, uh, small fee that you got the suspension that you have to do. So you're first starting out and you want to go touring. I would probably say just get a gold wing or an Indian. Everything's already ready for you. But if you want to look cool when you're doing it and you got the money, then you can go ahead and get a Harley. You need a separate bank account for that one. Yeah. 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 I will repeat thing Joe said, you know, that's another the key features. Uh the bike should fit you, obviously. If you can, both feet flat where you actually put both feet down, if you can. Um, something that's comfortable. I think comfortability is more than anything because regardless of what bike you get, you're gonna get used to it with enough, let's say, parking lot practice. Uh for new riders who are looking at purchasing bike. If you look at that person bike and get something that you're going to be comfortable off, even if you do not plan on riding long distances, because a short 50 mile ride could beat you up just as much as a 350 mile ride if you're not comfortable on that bike. Right. Yep. And just to say, the only thing I did to my goal weight was got a custom seat because I had to be pushed closer to the, the bars. Otherwise, <clears throat> the stop seat was comfortable. But it had me too far from the bars. I didn't have full control of my bike without sitting up on the gas tank. So once I got the custom seat, and it's a carbon, so they made my rider seat smaller and my passenger seat bigger for my luggage. So, yeah. The only thing I hate about her custom seat <laughs> it is, to go back to a cute question, I can't ride her bike because now she got it pushed forward and my knees are actually in the ferry. Oh, okay. I saw that seat in the last video. That's a good-looking seat with the blue stitching in there and stuff. Yeah. It matches real nice. Everybody like my bike. They look like her bike. They look at my bike. Say, oh, yeah, okay, a big black gold wing. So what? They look at it like, whoa. That's crazy. I like the color. Yeah. yeah. I remember seeing your bike, the paint job on your bike. Yes, sir. I had to make it different, man. There's too many black street glides out there. And that was the first time here to down to a rock. Yeah, that was the very first time, and I, I've been there, shoot, I think this will be my fifth time this year, so yeah, crazy. We, we, was, we was headed in that area, but it was on a Monday, and we almost didn't make it because of the storm. We wired up meeting him that night, and he said, rather, the, the course was yesterday, quite hey, we're in <laughs> Yeah, that was the top down. I mean, I mean, fantastic guy, outside of, outside of his course, for those who don't know him, Outside of the course, I mean, just a down-to-earth, fantastic guy. Yeah, and just, just treated us with, like, royalty. I mean, a lot of people we met have done that. But mm -hmm. I would hate to do shout-out right now, be live without a note, because some people might get mad. Hey, man, you forgot me. <laughs> <laughs> Vanessa's is getting a little excited over here. Get an Indian. Preach. <laughs> I, I, I like your test roll would be uh, the, the big Indian. What was it, roll? I think they're the Roadmaster. challenger. Roadmaster. Roadmaster. Oh, Roadmaster. Just wrote that one in, in America. I actually liked it, but I didn't know about some of the molds only. What I did not like about it is I'm trying to pass a truck, and I'm I'm in six, seven gear, and I go, Shh, and the thing, the response wasn't good. And mm -hmm. somebody told me, well, they didn't tell you about the molds. 
I, I could have put it in a different mode and it would have taken off. I like it a lot, but I don't have to. I don't want to have to switch a bike into a specific mode to get the response I'm looking for. Right. Yeah. No, I got you. So let's go ahead and move on to the next question. So let let's talk about what were some of the favorite places that you guys traveled before. Lower Forty Eight. I I can I can start telling you, and I think I can speak for Kick also. If she was sitting right here, she would speak for herself. <laughs> um, one of our favorite areas would be Southern Utah. Oh yeah. Yes. Southern Utah because of the big five national parks. And they're so congested around each other is all inspiring. And the the roads at each one of the parks are what we consider motorcycle roads. Even though you can't really speed in because you're inside a national park, you might hear you want you want to ride the roads and, and, and actually see the park. I would say Southern Utah is one of our favorite areas. And I would say Colorado and Jello Cake. Colorado. And then the tri-state area. Oh, my goodness. Water. Genesee, North Georgia, and North Carolina. That tri-state area where they did that whole area. You know what I'm talking about. The Taylor Dragon area. Damn. A motorcycle dream. A motorcycle. Yep. You know, we, we had a video coming out. We never recorded about the best states to ride motorcycles in. And it, it, we have some criteria on that, and then we have criteria on specific motorcycle roads. So a lot of people would disagree with us. But let me give you an example. On the best motorcycle roads, I'm be, be honest, uh, Tiller Dragon would make it on our list. They would not make it on our list. Yeah. Our criteria. Now, as a motorcycle road, I think it's an excellent motorcycle road, but when we actually do that video and tell about our top five or ten, I don't know, we're going to do motorcycle roads. And you listen to the criteria, you're going to say, okay, I remember him talking about that. That's why I tell the dragon didn't make it. I still want to get the criteria away yet. Yeah, okay. Yeah, my 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 favorite road is Iron Mountain Road in South Dakota. Yeah, I need to make it out there. We get people and Crazy Horse and Custer Needles. Yeah, but Iron Mountain is my favorite one. Yeah, I, I, I hear a lot about it. And it and yeah. Some places I would I would suggest staying away from stakes down if, if you're talking about motorcycle stake, there's some I would suggest staying away from because it it will put you to sleep, man. And I know how you like to ride. It will you would go, man, why did I even come in this direct? I should have went I also say <laughs> But we had to go to some of those states in order to get our lower four eggs anyway. So it is what it is. Yeah. I mean, Ohio can put you to sleep sometimes. Unless you're in southern Ohio. But we, we came to Ohio. Uh, we missed each other a couple of times. Well, we have. Joe say, I'm over here. I'm over here. We're supposed to go right. <laughs> the, the, the YD9 that uh, I think Mr. Mustache and whoever else putting that together uh, is a good area in Ohio or to, to ride that area. Uh, we see a lot of the roads in Ohio, but it won't be one of the, it won't be one of the states we would suggest to avoid when it comes to motorcycles. Trust me. Yeah. Not if you want to. I would say yes, Ohio, but. We gotta do that video. I don't know when. Now, have you guys ever rode outside of the country or just United States? No, we've ridden to and through Canada. Okay. And we spent what two weeks in Canada? And 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 just was blown away. That was where Rich had to go back to the United States to get back in the. Yeah, funny. We went into Canada. We didn't want to go straight up because of the traffic, so we took a back way to Canada. And and I was upset because we missed what they call Peace Arch Park. Right. So we had to go back to Peace Arch Park. 
and I'm leading. And Cake see the sign and say, hey, you missing this turn? I said, no, I know where I'm going. And I wind up leaving, and I couldn't turn around, so I had to leave Canada, go into the United States, go all the way back down. I had to wait about an hour for him. I haven't seen the whole park by the time he got back. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was hot. <laughs> it was, it was a nice factor, too. We spent two weeks there visiting yeah. all the national parks, the wonders. I mean, they just, this one of the places, well, the area we was in, obviously, the Rocky Mountain area. One of the places where we was riding on the freeway and didn't mind. He was like, whoa, look at this. There was some big wimp sweepers on the freeway. We see things, he like to explain our, our, our look on a bike as we see things through a kid's eye. When you show a first show a kid uh, a new toy, go, wow. For us, everything is like a new toy when we're out there on the bike. You know, if I say, if I call my grandson right now, I got a bottle of water. And I say, hey, you think you're strong? Open this bottle of water. They go, and I go, yeah, they go, wow, I open it. That's how we see that. And something we can't help. A lot of times when we're doing our vlogs, when we're on the road doing the vlogs and we travel from city to city, city stuff, we cut a lot of stuff out because we scream a lot. The, it, it's, it'll be over-modulated, it'll clip. Like, ah, I'm going to just turn it off, so this off. And uh, <laughs> it just, it's just, man, the trial of whatever, just, just, I'm getting excited now. My eyes starting to get big, you know. Everybody hate riding in cities, so do we. But when we come into that city, you see that city skylight, no matter they were like, oh, look at this. Right. Hey, that's the only way to be, too. Keeps everything exciting. Yeah. We're going to move on to our next question, question number seven. So as a husband and wife duo, what are the benefits of riding, riding together? And is there any disadvantages of riding together? I would say the advantage for me is when, when, when I watch people watch her. Because you gotta admit, it's a male-dominated sports lifestyle, whatever you want to call it. Right. I, I get proud. Wow, she's doing her own thing. That's that's for me. That's an excitement to kids' eyes. The advantage is this: because we go out together and we on separate bikes, and it's something to happen to one of us, our kids not need losing both parents at the same time. That's the advantage. Um, because you on separate bikes, and I'm saying that because we all know this is inherently dangerous to be on two wheels and anything can happen at any time was on the same bike imagine us getting an accident and both of us perish at the same time did our family lost both of us the same yeah i never thought about that that way cake can you think of any disadvantages of being stuck with rich on the road all the time oh man let me see how many times i won will throw him off the cliff when we out there nah it's it's wonderful being with him because it's it's a challenge because when I see him doing something, I could do it too because girls can do it better. And that's how it is for me with him. So when y'all see him out there and he's zooping and whooping and turning, I'm zooping and whooping and turning too. So but being with him, it makes our relationship a lot stronger. We know each other so well. <clears throat> We're always together, so... What you said about the relationship strong and all that stuff? For nothing, baby. <laughs> you later for that, okay? <laughs> Ready, right? Serious, I got a nickel in my pocket. Where are they, my wife? So yeah, so we're doing, you know, and doing everything together, and like we started off when we first got together, so we're still doing that. It's not a what you want. <laughs> do Do you guys ever just go out on long trips? by yourselves just separate just to no. 
change it up? No, never. Why do you ask that? Uh, we talked about that before. Um, we talk about people going out on a long trip by themselves, and I say it. I have no problem doing that. And my thing is, I really don't want to do. I really love being with her, love having that conversation, love being together on a bike. But as far as me doing it alone, I have no problem doing it. I just have no desire right now to do it. Because people say, well, you never know you, how you're going to do. You never find, you won't be able to find yourself until you have that freedom of going out. Brother, I was in a Navy. <laughs> we got on that ship and dark out on the deck by yourself. You find yourself. <laughs> well, you right around, you know what I'm talking about. I know you army, but you know what I'm talking about. Right. It's just, it's, you can find yourself in a different way. Now, I, I do understand what people say when they do that. Because some things you just got to mean, go out and do it. But I have no desire to do it. If I have to do it, if I say, hey, baby, let's go to da 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 she say, nah, I'll go by yourself. I'm going, I'll go, nah, see you later. We'll see you like, get back. <laughs> My dad, he says, sounds like they're, he meant probably meant to say made for each other instead of mad for each other. Joe, I'm about to show you something, uh, a picture of how old she was when I met her. Watch. Okay. You know and don't forget to show yours too while you're showing pictures. Oh, Cake, is that you? That's, That's me. If he eyed him. Oh, the picture just broke. You done broke my picture frame. Uh oh. Yep. Here's me. Oh, man. <laughs> That's how long we've been together. I don't see any difference in those pictures. Have, have you guys aged yet? Or, I mean, what's, what's going on? <laughs> And ten eleven trucking says, and you're and you're both super competitive. Yes. Yeah. She knows us well. That's why I say, I you know, love the fact that they came on. We, they see the thing they did was come on way. They know us very, very well. I already asked Cake, but Rich, did you, was was there any disadvantages that you could think of riding together? Oh, um, well, yeah, I gotta be here with her tonight when we get off this stream. <laughs> yeah, I guess I guess the disadvantage would be where we disagree because we in each other here. Well, I'm going to just turn my thing off. Boop. <laughs> we yeah, had over several times. And then there was a time where hers actually died completely. She can hear me, but she could not talk. So she got to listen to me all day for what, two, three days? And we ordered a microphone and uh, had it delivered to Psycho Gear. Psycho Gear, a couple of states over, that's how we got to, got there. And then when she back on, and we get to talk. But as far as the disadvantage, I can't think of none right now. I mean, you would think, okay, you see each other all day, every day. You guys been on the road. I think our longest trip was four and a half months, no, four months even. You got to be tired of each other. There's this thing called, and, and I'm not trying to make it sentimental or nothing. There's this thing called soulmates. There'd be some disagreements, but tired of each other? No. I'm going to wipe your tears later, but you better start crying. <laughs> <laughs> I think you just earned some brownie points there. Or, or, or she, she didn't seem too impressed. It sounds like she's heard that before. <laughs> all right so now let's go ahead and move into our next question so i've been watching your guys's channel for a while now and so what are some of the ways that you can save money while you're traveling on your motorcycle because your guys's motto is i love free 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 that's that's one of the ways yeah um, we love camping. Uh, you was talking about that on your last take with uh, Kevin Tall. We love camping. We've been doing it all our life since we were little. Since we were younger. 
we we done a, we done a video on on how to find free camping, and I put some pictures up there, and people thought, "Well, who are those kids? Right? Yeah, those kids are us. <laughs> We've been outdoorsmen forever, love camping. When we came to California, we two the youngest, not the youngest, actually. Yeah, we were the youngest people that was uh, teaching wilderness survival. I don't know what they call it now, or out back or some wilderness survival. We already been into it, always done it. So we always knew about U.S. National Forest because that's what we've done a lot of our trips and our excavations in the U.S. National Forest. So when we got on the motorcycles, we just say, let's just transfer that to motorcycles. Everywhere we go, we try to camp free. Um, she booked all our hotels, and obviously if we have enough points, you get a free night at hotels and stuff like that. And we, if our family going anywhere, we'll say, hey, have you booked your hotel yet? And Kate said, let me book it for us so we get the points if they don't have their own points. So we use family and friends and we can book their hotels also. And and far as entertainment, free museums, uh, national park free days, state parks have their free days. We look for anything free that we can do. When we were with the Golden Road Ride Association, we were the chapter directors. It's like a president in the club. We're the president of the club, chapter directors. And when we done our website, out here in the Bay Area, in Northern California, I list a whole thing, a, a gang of things that's free throughout the area that we can go to. And a lot of people didn't know about these things. So when we decided to go places, we said, okay, what is there to see on the way that's free? Obviously, free museum, where, where we can we stay, how we can save money on lodging, free. Um, if you eat at simple spots, let's say simple spot like Denny's, and it's your birthday, free. Free. Anything you can do, it's free. And we don't hesitate, you know, we're both from New Orleans, Louisiana. And when we graduated, obviously our class spread out throughout the United States. We don't hesitate to call our friends and family and say, we're going to be in your area, especially we haven't seen them in a long time. We need a place to lay our head, get our room ready. Things like that. And for us- As long it, as they don't have cats. Right, she don't do cats. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's right, you're allergic to cats. Yeah. <laughs> and it's been amazing with the YouTube channel for us, how many people offered Let's just spend a night by the house. Don't really know us except for the channel. I mean, that's been a blessing for us. Everywhere we go, sometimes somebody will say, like, um, what's the name, Rich Kid? What's the name of this channel? Have have Moto Work. Have Moto Work Travel. And said, man, if I knew you guys were coming in, you could have spent a night by my house. Well, we say, well, we knew it was coming through. We didn't know it was going to stop. So we stopped. We just called them and said, hey, we're at this hotel. I mean, things like that just been, you just got to reach out to people. The worst they could do is say, I don't have space. Then I would say, okay, let's meet somewhere for lunch. And, and then what happens when we finally set our budget, um, we try to roll one budget month over to the next or week after week and all that stuff. We finally set our budget. If we don't exceed our budget for that particular trip, we actually have a separate bank account for the next trip. Instead of just saying, okay, we came home with $1,000, let's go out and put no, we put that down now for the next trip. You think I missed it? Well, no, that was it. Yeah, and then you, you guys have a video on your channel about how you ways you can save money and stuff and all the free camping areas. So if you guys are into traveling on a motorcycle and want to save some money, their channel is the one to tune into because they got some good stuff on there. Actually, we made that video on this couch too. Yeah. So now let's go ahead and move on to question number nine. Tell us one of the most memorable experiences you guys have had on a motorcycle? The most memorable experience we had on the, I had on the motorcycle was when the bear in Florida came. Bear fight. That wasn't exactly on the bike, but yeah, that was, that was, that was okay. 
Yeah. So dive into that a little bit. So you guys are out camping. We were camping in Florida, and we saw the big sign, so it was our fault, saying bear activity in the area. So I'm like, Florida don't have no bears. Yeah, so, well, he's from California. So yeah. Well, as we sat up, and when you ready to go to the store, I look over, I say, Rick, that bear is by our tent. It was by patches. No, it ain't no bear, but I said, yes, it is. Watch, it's under the bed. So the bear came, I said, there it is. Let's go. So we left, and it terrorized the campsite that, that whole week that we were there. But the last week we was there, I was cooking inside, cooking, and something shook the, the tent. And I said, you mean to tell me somebody walking that close? Because the, the campsite was packed. We have a video. Easy. But, and it shook the tent. I said, damn, what they doing? So now all of a sudden the bear came around. I said, Rich, bear. Yep. He's sitting in the chair, and he could tell you what he, what he did from then. Well, well <laughs> he's having grilled chicken, peas, and mashed potatoes. And she bought box mashed potatoes, which I'm not crazy over. And I was reading the box. I said, baby, I don't want this no more. When she said bear, I looked up. The bear was coming through, the, the ripping down the, the thing. And I go, oh, sh-. And I let the potatoes go in the air. I flip over backwards, go under the, the tent. The, uh, it was easier with the thing under that hit this concrete thing on into these roots of the trees that was in there. And I'm, and I'm telling Kate, get, get out of the tent, get out of the tent. She runs back into the tent and I'm on the outside. You know, they see, what do we see bears be tall and make noise? I'm on the outside going, ah, stop. <laughs> look at for me, man. I barely got me back, man, please. <laughs> but it was, it was funny because it actually was a cub. Yeah. It was a big head coming through the thing. Cover my butt, and it it goes on. Now we carry bear free. We carry bear free, but the bear free was in a tent. <laughs> Got to do you know good if it's in the tent. That was what I was going to get bear spray. Yeah, that, that, that I was. I would agree with you, Kate. That's one of the most memorable. Yeah. 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 I would say so. You're probably crapping your pants the whole time too. <laughs> I was good. I was good. She was done for the rest of the night. I she walked around like this with a with phone. She had a phone like walking around like this the rest of the night. <laughs> so now I'm eating because we had some poppums. They got the bear lockers where we had the food in and we got a, our uh, cooler. We had milk in there, cold milk. And I'm eating the poppums and I'm like, Kate, you want some of these? And she's not answering me. I'm like, Kate, I'm like, Kate. And she goes, what? <laughs> and I think, oh, I'm down. <laughs> and the rest of the night, I kid you not, I'm in the story, right? Yes, she was honking. The rest of the night, she lied in the tent like this. Now you're not fucking the truth. <laughs> yes, you were. You were not telling the truth. That be a terrorized the whole camp uh, running all night. Disregard that last part. And, and check this out. Um, we were supposed to meet with, what's the name, Kate? Got the gold wing that rode up to Orlando with us. Ghost Rider Gold Wing. Ghost Rider. We set a ride to go to the Florida Keys with him and a couple other people. And doing a bear thing, he called on the phone. And I'm yeah. like, I had to get back to you. Oh, man. That's, hey, man, we just had a bear come to our tent and all that. We got, we, I'll call you tomorrow when we call him now. We set days up. So he saw the video. He said, man, I thought you guys were kidding. No, we wasn't kidding. A bear came in from the tent. Yeah, that's wild. All right, then we'll we'll go ahead and move on into our 
last question. Stick around for some Q&A if you guys have time. This kind of feeds in from the last question. What's one of the worst experiences you've had? We'll, we'll go with riding a motorcycle now. But... Yeah, I got one of those. We just finished camping with a $10 camp spot, baby. Arkansas or Missouri? Missouri. We just went oh, to yeah, yeah. That early in the morning. It's raining. Roads are slick. I got patches hooked behind me. And kick riding tail gunner, right? And all I hate, I feel is a big boom. So I'm thinking, did a car go around her and he really in me? And she's saying, Rich, your bike is on fire. Flames. What? And a bike's, and I'm, I'm kind of going like this. I said, well, got to control this bike. I had mindset to go, I need to control the bike. And what happened was, we just bought the, the patches that year. I had no idea how to do nothing, any of this stuff. I didn't expect it. Because Let me interrupt you one second, one second. For, for the people that don't know, Patches is their pull-behind trailer that pops into a tent. Sorry, I, I, I just wanted to get right. that up. Yeah, because I sure wasn't going to explain it. <laughs> when in, the ball and the coupler separate, and when I had the safety chain on, that was a big boom, and it hit me. And then when it dug into the ground, that's where the sparks was coming from. She said, your bike's smoking, it's far, huh? and I'm, and I'm, I'm, I had a mindset that I need to call now because I don't know what's going on. And then I, and then I finally understood, okay, it must have came loose. So we're on this back road where all the day we could hear is crickets, crickets, and, and it's still raining. I'm like, you gotta be kidding. I turn the thing over, it's ate up, it's chewed up. So I'm thinking, well, we can't go nowhere. We gotta find a new coupler. So finally get it hooked back up, we're riding. And I'm gonna tell you why it was one of the worst is there. We're riding and I have to ride slow because I don't want it to happen again. Fortunately, we found another one, everything was okay. But here's why I was one of the worst experience. I've been on, a, been down on the bike several times before. I've, well, we were in Florida for the, the World Record Poker Run. You're riding down the street, a truck's coming up, a car come on the side, and the car's coming directly toward me. i like, he don't see me, I'm flashing the light, blowing the horn and everything. And I'm thinking, this guy gonna hit me because he's not gonna make it up this hill. He just caught on enough power to make it up the hill. And getting something. And I said, the only thing I need to do now is go into this ditch, this grass, and jump off the bike. That wasn't as scary as the trailer coming off. Reason is, I had control of that. I knew exactly what I was going to do. When the trailer came on, there was no control. That was scary. And that was one of the most, that, that kind of like, okay, now what's going on? I had no control over it. When, when oh, one, or, one or times I went down on the bike, I had control over why I went down because I was just doing stupid things. When you have no control over something, that was probably the, the answer to the question that yeah. the truck involved was horrible. Of course, we fought into what, and it was perfect fit, and we went all the way. And it was, it was scary for me because the only thing I could think of was my husband is burning up on his motorcycle because I didn't see him. All I saw was the sparks coming up from the bike. So I'm like, oh my God. And the next house was probably five miles back. So it was like, I don't know what I'm going to do, how I'm going to do it, but I know I need to do something. And once I saw him stop and get off the bike, I was relieved because I saw him walking. Other than that, all I saw was spark. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah. Now, now, how much different is riding with that trailer on the back compared to nothing on the back? Is it pretty big difference? Yes, you notice it. With, with gold wings, gold wings are very powerful. They can pull anything. And there's a, mm. a, a lie, let me just put it like that, just to be honest, that gold wing riders say 
Oh, you don't feel it back then. You feel it. You just adjust yeah. to get used to it. Uh, depending on how much stuff you put in there, how much you weigh, when you're making your turns, you feel it want to stay damn the bike back up. You feel all those things. You just adjust to it and get used to it. Since we've been home, as long as we've been home now, once I put it back on, of course I'm just riding around my neighborhood just to get back used to it, break, have to break a lot early. I would equate it to riding in the rain or a first time riding with a passenger. You got to break mm -hmm. it You're coming downhill, it's going to push you. Even if you have electronic brakes on, it's going to push you. You're going to notice all these things. And a lot of people say, I don't even feel it back there. The dumbest thing I've heard, mm. a little bit dumbest thing I've heard, and it comes from a wing rider, is, I oh, just forget it's back there. If you forget back there, you're not looking <laughs> in your mirrors enough. Yeah, yeah. Not looking in your mirrors enough. All right. Wrong. You don't forget it's back there. And, and you know, we love our bikes, and, and I take pride in it, and I, and I understand everybody take pride in their bike to say, this bike is this, this bike is that. Is that. But come on, people. The thing by itself, empty is 300 pounds. Well, you're putting weight in it. How you gonna forget it? Oh, I, I, I can ride like I ride it without it. Now, yes, I've gotten used to it. Now, we've ridden some serious twisties with it. We rode, uh, what was it? in, in Pig Trail. We got the Pig Trail with it, and I'm um, down there, you know what I'm talking about. Uh, Blood Mountain. Blood Mountain, yes. Yeah, wow. That, that's that's still a crazy story. I know you can back that thing up pretty well, though, because uh, while you're out on your last vacation. It looked pretty good to me. Cake could, could turn that camera on late. Yeah. <laughs> we'd have got to say, no, no, no. No, no. Sometimes. We done it one time while I was backing it. I thought I had it because I practiced before we left. I'm leaving on every back of the motorcycle. Every aspect. I practiced before we left. When we got on the road, I realized I didn't practice enough. One time I backed it up. <laughs> Jack Knight. Jack Knight. Taught it over. Jack Knight. Jack Knight. The third or fourth time. I just got off the bike and I hooked it and pushed it back. So I went see. Yeah, I'm sure it's light enough to do that, right? Right. So my dad said, uh, I remember that stop sign I missed. I bet you you do too. We were coming back from uh, Mike's Pro Rider course from uh, Columbus. Right. And my dad rode a strike. Probably weren't on the road for maybe 15, 20 minutes. We pulled off to take a quick break and then we go to get back on the freeway. There's a stop sign, and he's in front of me. He blows through it, not knowing that there was a stop sign there. And I stopped, and there was a car coming, like, literally right after he went through there. So that was uh, pretty scary. He got lucky there. All right, so Boots and Jeans Riders wants to know when Boots and Jeans Riders' next trip's going to happen. <laughs> I said, I'll wait till you see that. Wait till you see that one. So we're going to Alaska. Yeah, yeah. Hey, uh, Tony. When is a ride, when they say, what is a ride we would like to do that we haven't done yet? I know what you're going to say, Cake. About the bridge. Huh? About the bridge. The bridge? Yes. Okay, let me answer it for him, okay? Go ahead. Right. We build that bridge to Hawaii. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's the ride. We've not done that yet. So when they finish building that bridge to Hawaii, that's what we're going to do. No, serious note. Every time she said that, somebody said, oh, they building a bridge to Hawaii? <laughs> you almost had me for a second. I'm like, okay, yeah, I guess, it, <laughs> guess they're building a bridge. Uh, what are you coming what to? What I, I would like to do that I haven't done yet is ride the entire Canada from one end to the other. Question. When are you coming to Niagara Falls again? Don't know, but we definitely going to be. That's one of our favorite spots. Right. 
But that's what that's what I want to do. We haven't done that. Yeah, I don't, actually, that that was our plan coming back from Alaska, but we kind of changed that. But we got to we're probably gonna play that one by ear when we leave Alaska. Depending on which way the the, the rest of the group go, we may come all the way across Canada, come back down into New York, Niagara Falls. So there you go, Holly girl. That may be the answer. Oh, ooh, at least Sturgis. Do you prefer the back of the dragon or the tail? No doubt, back. Yeah. Uh, we we really like the tail. We ridden the tail three, maybe four times. We really like it. The last time we did a ride to tell the dragon when we was meeting with Motor Ramblings, we just told her, hey, man, we've been on that already. Take us somewhere else. So we went to Cherry Hala. That was the time we met you, Joe. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, and then we actually finally got a chance to ride uh, the back of the dragon this year. And it was absolutely, it's a must ride. Just put it like that. Yeah, I'm going to have to add that to mine because I haven't done the back of the dragon. Yeah, that's, that's a must. We just got... Got fortunate, we got a chance to ride it in the fall. So that was, it just blew us away. Do you recommend buying it yeah. at the same time or piece by piece? I would say if you're new to riding, helmet, jacket, pants, boot, gloves, same time. If you're talking about new gear, piece by piece. Yeah, if you don't have the bike yet, you can buy it piece by piece. Okay, that makes sense. Right. Yeah. yeah, that's the best way to do it because I mean, you you add up everything, man. It's it's expensive. I mean, it's an expensive sport. You know, let me tell this right quick before we get off. I don't know how long you want to stay on, Joe. We ride in, you know, we call California motorcycle state. We brag about it. It is less than a half hour from super fantastic roads. And that's throughout the state, not in the area. But we had a ride. We went with a group. I think maybe our second time riding with that group, and the leader had his son number two. I was number three, kickers behind me, and then whatever was here. We ride some serious twisties, and we know where we we're going. And when you ride the twisties, you want space. Because I don't want to come around the corner somebody down, and I have no time to maneuver around. So what happened on this ride, the guy was kind of arrogant. But I, I, I would get to the end. He'd done this at the end. But here's what happens. We get to the top of the, the, the area where we start putting on our because we're about to go down the ocean. It was a winter ride. We're about to go down to the ocean. It's going to be cold. So I was saying, man, that was a great road. That was a great road. This guy was way up there. And it was fun saying, you know, because, you know, when you record, you want to see everybody. He goes, wait a minute. It's not what he said, Joe. It's how he said it. He said, wait a minute. Don't try to keep up with us now. We all right. All right. And I'll kind of, you know, I, I, I like to be my as a, as a, as a Let's not say experience as a seasoned rider. <laughs> and it, and I was like, wait a minute, you don't even know me. And I said, Cake, when we leave, give me a lot of room. So he takes off villain. His son takes off villain, and I'm waiting. And everybody behind me, like, blah, 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 blah. Bloody horn. I'm like, wait a minute, I'm pretty cool. And we going down to the ocean. I mean, just give him rolling. And I wait, and I reason, I wait, and I say, okay, Cake, give me a lot of room. And I go, boom. About 10 minutes of the ride, I caught up to him and almost could pass him because I started, I, I know how to read. I understand my expert, I know how to read curves, I know how to read night poles, these days, right. all, I know how to read everything, Chevron, well, and, I'm, and I'm reading the patterns. And I caught up with them. I almost passed him, but I chose not to. We finally get to the final stop uh, for lunch. And the guy came up and said, man, I, I ain't never seen nobody ride no gold like that. He's a, he actually said, I was trying to lose you. I'm like, this guy's on my butt. I would talk. And I say, man, I, I want to give you a rule because I would crash the teeth. He said, man, I never seen that. 
the thing where I gave him his props is he said it in front of everybody. He said, this guy, he could ride it. And I was like, oh, no, no, no. But in the back of my mind, I was saying, yeah, that's what I thought. That's the big story on that. Can't judge a cover by, or a book by its cover. There's no way I'm trying to better be better than anybody. I'm just trying to be the best I can be. Right. And, and that, that's going to take a lot because I don't believe in perfect. When we do our parking lot practice courses, I always tell people, I don't record a lot of them. I always tell people, practice doesn't make you perfect. Practice brings progress. As long as you continue to progress, you should continue to practice. Yeah, because you guys go out to the parking lot. I've seen some of the videos where you, you record it. You'll have your own little practice session, and yeah. half, half the time you're off the bike just telling people what to do. And it, it's, it's, it's hard for me because uh, one of the guys who came on practice says he wanted to record everything and everything. It's hard for me to record because I, I talk and I'm going and I'm doing it with everybody and I run repetition over and over and over and over again. And we run more right turns than, than anything, sharp right turns than anything else. And so, okay, remember when we used to practice behind cycle gear, what better place to practice than behind a motorcycle place? Science. And we had other people actually record the sessions. This was before we started our YouTube channel. It was like 2015 or something like that. And so she said, well, just set the camera in, go ahead and do this, do that. I said, okay. But... Our parking lot is so big that for the one that we actually use, I set the horses up at a distance to have people have a place to go ride to. Then I said, okay, do a run a lap, then meet me down at this spot. So she suggested we just congest it down so we could just walk from spot to spot. We don't have any of them coming up this way. We canceled all the classes because we, we was expected to be on the road by now. So, you know, it is what it is. All right. Well, it looks like the chat's slowing down a little bit. want to thank you guys for coming on to the stream. It was awesome time. Great talking with you guys, like actually sitting down and talking. Because last time I actually talked to you guys was a little over a year ago. So it's, well, it's good to hear from you guys. All right, you two. I really appreciate you guys coming on. We'll we'll be in touch. We'll link up this year at some point. We'll make it work. Yeah. And We'll get you guys a do-over so that way both think, you guys are well again. I think the pleasure was all ours, man. We definitely appreciate it for uh, inviting us with honor to be here and, and just having fun, just sitting down and talking. All right, guys. Well, I appreciate you. All right, guys, if you're watching this on the replay, go ahead and check out this video right here and see my last conversation with Traveling Tall. As always, this is Joe Go with Joe Go Motorcycle Adventures. And until next time, ride on.